Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Michelle Voris. Yay! Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. So we are, as we record this, we're uh, September 2019, and so we're, we're coming in on two years of you being in the Enchanted Circle, which is super fun. So let me start with the question I always ask. How's your future self been showing up? Oh, my goodness. So good. Um, the main word is calm. And that is my new favorite word is nothing in my past life was calm and now everything is calm. Yes. I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, what, what word dis- most described your past life? Was it chaotic or was it some, some other word? Out of control. Yeah. <laughs> chaotic, chaotic fits pretty good. Um, I would, I would say it was like, crazy woman hair on fire reacting to everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so good. Um, No, no calm about it. Right. Right. Oh. And so what is awesome because calm is like the new normal. Yeah. Well, let me preface this. I don't, I wasn't in a bar all weekend. I, uh, I've been yelling and screaming (laughs) in celebration. So I, I, my, my voice is a little deeper than normal. It's my sexy voice. So, um, yeah, so what's good? Oh my gosh, business is good. Um, I've got some new clients. I don't think I've even told you about those yet. Um, I know where my numbers are. All my bills are paid current through this next weekend. Um, I have a plan every month for my money. Uh, my family is good. Um, business, we talked about that, is good. Uh, my, my network marketing team is good. Um, I feel like though I don't have a significant other, my love life is good. And um, my, uh, my ideas are uh, in check because I am idea girl that would run all over the place in the past, but ideas are in check at this point. So we'll, we can talk about that. Yes. Ooh, I love that. All right. So um, let's talk about money. Let's see. So we have money. We have tea, we have money, and we have ideas. I just want to make a list so you remember. Um, Because I want to come back to this idea girl and how ideas show up because your former story is survival. And so, you know, your ears should perk up. You've already been hearing, Michelle, if survival is your story. And ideas are interesting because they show up a little different for survival. Like if that was your story, then if like you're a money chaser like me. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But let's talk about money. And first of all, just how does it feel? How does your money feel right now? It feels in control. It feels um, abundant. There's more than enough. It feels, um, powerful. It feels like I'm not desperate at all. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So in a positive way to say those, so it it feels amazing and it feels thriving and it feels abundant and it feels, um, it feels passionate because I can do things that I want to do. Yes. Uh, Ah, And which I think is one of the biggest things people think if I get 
um, somehow if I focus on my money or I get in control of my money, I won't be able to do what I do. But talk a little bit about how being in control of your, like being powerful with your money, I don't even say in control, but being powerful with your money mm-hmm. is allowing you to do more of what you want to do. Well, I have a, I have a, um, a list, a, a calendar now of when my investments are due. And so I'm about a week in advance. I go pay them. And it's like, yes, there's still money in the bank. So it's like, I'm always ahead. And there's no desperation around a, like a, if a surprise bill, which I don't have surprise bills, but if I did, um, I would, it wouldn't catch me by surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, There's never any late fees. Um, You know, I can look at my money and say, okay, I see someone on the street. They need a Chick-fil-A gift card worse than I do. Let me give it to them and feel like happy and grateful that I'm able to, right? Mm-hmm. Versus like, oh, I feel guilty and I should. And, and it's different. There's just a different energy about it. Right. And so let's talk. There's so much to talk about. Because uh, I think we said this in the last interview, you're going back through Manifest 10K and you got to one of the assignments that's about giving because everybody, um, first of all, everybody always says I've almost never met anyone where like giving more money wasn't on the list of reasons why they wanted more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being said, I have also found like we always have stuff around giving because some people grown up taught you have to tithe 10%. Some people were taught like, well, if you have more, you have to give it, you know, and just all of these different things about it. And so for you, that exercise really helped you come into the choice of do I want to give and when do I want to give, right? Yep. So, um, and I did grow up one of those people that I was taught you have to tithe 10% and it was like a mandatory thing, but yet they said, but you need to be a joyful giver. And I was like, I'm not <laughs> joyful about this. I hate this. You know, I, was like, I don't have any choice, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hated it. And I just like, oh, and I just, you know, I, I understand the concept of when you give, you get, I get the concept like that, that has nothing to do, but I was like, oh, I just, like just turmoiled me, if that's even a word. Right, which is so interesting to me that this concept floats around in a lot of religious communities, right? And I've heard from some of my friends like how detailed this like pressure of when you give, you get comes and super interesting to me. But it's it's interesting because it's like when you give, you get. And so in theory, that should make people want to do more. But instead of allowing people to find that concept on its own. It's like, no, you have to do 10%, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't allow people to really explore how that works for them, right? Mm-hmm. Which yep. is, I think, what, part of what you're saying. Yep. So I'm going to tie that up and then I'll answer your question. So um, as far as my church giving, that type of stuff, I looked at my budget and I decided what I could give. And it wasn't 10%. And I told my pastor, this is what I'm going to give. And I'm going to give it for three years. And then I'm going to reevaluate it. And that was my choice because I made a total number and I've committed to that. And every time I give it now, it feels happy versus have to. And I like it. And there was something that came up last month and it was a different nonprofit thing. And I wanted to give to that. So guess what I did? I didn't give to the church. I gave to that. And I got to choose what I did with it. And if someone ever asked me, I'm going to be like, I'm still giving. Like at the end of the day, I know where my money goes. Right. Right. Did you ever think you'd hear me say that? No, uh, no. 
And I didn't even know that you said this. Like, uh, I love hearing this. I love when I hear things on the interview for the first time too, because we have so much good stuff to talk about. Often we, we just, some of it doesn't get talked about, but like deciding this is what I'm going to give and then I'll evaluate it. So powerful. Very powerful. So the assignment that you're talking about, um, about giving was to intentionally give. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, well, I have these gift cards. I bought these gift cards that I have for birthdays. They just sit uh-huh. on my desk. I got Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. And I thought, I have these. I've already spent the money. This is me giving to someone else gracefully if I see a need. And so I put two gift cards in my wallet. And my intention was to go out for the day and find someone who needs it. And I always drive by homeless people. And my heart always says, wow, I would love to just feed them. I'd love to just feed them for a meal. And you know, it's not going to change their life, but it will put some nutrition in their body. And um, I didn't see anyone that day and see anyone the next day and see anyone the next day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I am supposed to keep this money. This money is for me. And the aha in that was, it's okay to have extra money. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not have to get rid of it and spend it. And um, that was such a huge win for me. They're still in my wallet. I took them to Baltimore with me and they're still there. And um, you know, I'll know by intuition when I'm supposed to release those to someone else or I'm not. And I am so thrilled that that was the aha through that assignment was I'm worthy of keeping extra money and not spending it. Yes. And not just like, um, giving it away because I think in the past, whether it was like giving it to someone who needs it or that you're supporting or just like giving it away by spending it on something, Mm -hmm. um, like the haphazard spending that we're going to talk about, like it was still just giving it away. It wasn't keeping extra, right? It was getting rid of anything extra. Yeah. In fact, you know, I've helped people like, Oh, I'll help you start a business and here's the money for it. And like they had no investment and no ownership of it. So never again. Am I doing that? <laughs> you right. know, it's like, no, come up with your own money. Like stop it. Yeah. Fix your own situation. Cause right. you know what, what I was doing in essence is I was, um, I was enabling people to, you know, take my goodwill and, you know, then have no, no recourse to actually get the investment back. And so in fact, in square, I have a $500 thing. I lent someone $500 to start a business and, um, it's been, it's over two years old. They haven't paid it back. And so I literally am, uh, this week, I'm going to just be like, delete it, cancel the invoice and let go of it. And it'll either come back to me or it won't. And Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. And it's like, you know, I'm learning and sometimes I'm a slow learner, (laughs) but the thing is I'm learning. So, right. And the thing is, is you're learning with your growing. Cause I think, um, it's really important, especially when talking about self-development, there's a lot of people who could learn a lot of things who have like all these great ideas and who could rip off all this amazing ways to like budget and handle your money, but it's the growth that's the doing it, right? It's the being the person who has that knowledge and implements it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. like, like my, like my future self, like she doesn't give me people money, like unless it's like a scholarship foundation or something like that, right? But just not randomly like, oh, here's $500. Like, no, that's stupid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, what was I thinking? But it's okay. It's, I learned, right? You learned. Well, you learned and you also grew, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Learned why you didn't do that, but you also grew into the person who it's okay to have extra money. So she doesn't have to look for a way Mm -hmm. to feel good about like getting rid of 500 bucks, right? Right. Yep. Because she feels good about having extra money. 
Absolutely. Lots of extra money would be awesome. Is yeah. awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. I yep. love it. I love it. And so let's come back to like learning and growing a little bit. Um, you mentioned your list in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started this, like we started this process where we were coaching together, right? And you were, you were supposed to have envelopes where we were consciously saving for the things that you wanted, right? Yep. Um, and, and what happened with those? Well, so the envelopes uh, had a little bit of money in them. I was sometimes conscious about doing what I said I was going to do. And, you know, what happened is I would always come up with a reason to repurpose those envelopes. Like, oh, I need this. Oh, I've got money. I've got money in this envelope, money in this envelope, money in this envelope. Good, I have what I need. (laughs) And then what I wanted just didn't get met. And um, what what I've seen, though, is that, that was a pattern, right? It's just yep. the same as throwing money away, right? Mm-hmm. Is not doing yep. what you say you're going to do with your money. And so, um, so what I did is um, most recently I cashed an asset and I took care of my expenditures, my investments, and I took myself back to ground zero. And um, so now I've been very intentful about what's coming in, what's going out and putting aside money for what I really want. And I actually did it out forward a year, my budget. And so last month I pretty much was even. And this month um, I've got money going towards a capital loan, um, an upgrade on a cruise and Christmas. And so I'm super excited that literally, um, and, and this is an interesting thought. I don't know that I've shared this with you, Cassie, is that um, there isn't any more fallback plans in my life. <laughs> so I have to implement what I've learned um, in order to gain more money. And I've, you know, manifested over 200,000 in the, you know, in the last year and eight months. So it's not like I've done bad, but imagine when I do what I say, what's going to come my way, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited that um, I got a fresh new start and now it's time to see if I really learned what I have, uh, if I can, if not, it's, it's until now, um, I didn't implement everything I said, but now I'm in a place where I want to. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference is I don't have to do anything. It's, I, I cannot do it and figure it out or I can do it and watch the magic happen, which I'm pretty excited about the magic. Right. Yes. It's so awesome. Um, I love it. And I remember, (laughs) I remember like I knew you were supposed to do the envelopes and I was sharing this, like, and then I, you went back to manifest 10 K and the mountain bike. I'm like, is this how much it caught? Like you already have money for that. You're like, Oh no, I don't. I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no, there's, there's no money in that envelope. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that, like you, it's just another way to give it. And sometimes we have to go through like three different things to see that the pattern's the same, mm-hmm. right? We have to recognize like, oh, I tried it this way and yet I still managed to get rid of it. And I, mm-hmm. so, so finding a different way to do it. Right. Yep. And we'll have to talk about that. We'll tie that into idea girl at the end because something recently happened and I kind of saw that that thing pop up where I was like, Oh, I need to spend this, spend this, spend this. And I was like, huh. And I, I stopped myself yeah. and I did something different. So, but I, I definitely saw the same pattern resurfacing. It's just, I, I, I was calm enough to stop it and go, wait, 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 
this is the same pattern you've lived your whole life. You're no longer that person. Stop this. And I, you know, I'm in complete control of my own money. Yes. Right. And reminding yourself. And so how often do you feel like you have to remind yourself of that? Um, at this point, you know, I, my, my, my first response was every time I touch money, (laughs) (laughs) but I, the, but the, but the good side of that is I know what's happening with my money every single day. So every single day it's on my calendar to look at my investments and it's the last thing I do because I want to touch my money every day to a know where I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Um, know that the bills are paid and know that where I'm going, where before I wouldn't look at my money, but maybe once a month and it was when I was in panic mode. And so there's such a difference is that I'm reminding myself that every day because it keeps me calm and it keeps me centered. And, and, and I love knowing where my money is where before I literally, I didn't have any clue where my money was. So I think it's, 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 it's an everyday thing for me. And I really am glad of that. So that's, it feels like such progress. Yeah. I love that you shared that because most people, um, they think that it works like this. Oh, I made a decision to be different. I'm going to save this much of money. I'm going to do this, but they don't, they don't interact with it enough. They don't, they don't touch it. Like you said, like they don't touch the, the, their money. Like the, like, and so when you still stay back from it, it's harder to change that pattern. But when you consciously choose, like, I'm going to touch it every day because my pattern was to not touch it unless I was panicked. Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch it when I'm calm. I'm going to touch it when I know there's a lot. I'm going to touch it when I know um, investments coming out. I'm going to touch it when I, you know, whatever, when I, you know, mm-hmm. put money in, I'm going to touch it all the time. It's, it, it becomes better and that'll fade probably, maybe not. Maybe it'll be something you love forever. And it's, we just have to be in it when we're shifting it. More. Right. And I, and I think in the future, um, I will actually hire someone to manage my money and I'll, I'll look at it a little less. Like I'll have a, like an in-house bookkeeper that, you mm-hmm. know, runs my money and, you know, my just balances stuff. So I can just look at it and go, Oh yeah, we're good. You know, I, I think there's a little bit of difference there, but, um, for me right now, it just feels so good that <laughs> I'm like, right. I, I really like it. And um, when someone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm balancing my books, you know, I'm like, and they're like, or I'm cause billing is automatic. Remember when I used to never do billing on time, right? Cause I, I was in panic mode and now billing happens and it's the money's in my bank. And you know, I, I absolutely know how much money I make before I could have never told you how much money I made. Yeah. How does that feel to have that answer? It feels good. It feels, um, it feels really good. And it also helps me make decisions because I can go, if I have a, someone that is inquiring about doing business with me, I can say, Hey, do I want an extra, you know, so much a month? And it's, it's either I do or I don't. And so now I'm able to go, A, are they my deal client? Do I like them? Do I like their work? If not, then the answer is no. And I, that, that, that money they're offering will come back to me and more so in a different way. So I'm, it doesn't control me anymore. I actually get a control uh, and control is not the right word. Um, make powerful choices. Yeah. Make powerful choices with it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about the difference between justifying and spending haphazardly and what mm-hmm. you're doing now, which is deciding and being in choice about money and how you invest it. 
Yep. So um, in August, my, um, my money, like I said, was pretty much even, but I knew in September I was going to have a trip. So I put money for a rental car in there and I put money for food and I, I kind of guessed at how much I'd spend because again, um, I never tracked in the past. So I didn't really know. And I thought, well, now I'm going to know because I'm going on a trip. <laughs> yes. And when I got to the rental car counter, um, uh, my best friend was with me and we were deciding and I was like, hey, do you want to drive? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to drive. I was like, awesome. Let's put your name on the rental. Well, that costs more. And then, you know, I had five people in the van. I was like, you know, I should probably insure this so that it's um, safer in case something happens. Like, I don't want to be liable for five people's lives if something happened. And it, it wasn't a fear thing. It was a, this is what my future self does is protect the people she loves. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, during that, um, I realized a couple things in the past, a uh, survival person would never get insurance on a car because it would cost extra money, right? Yeah. And this time I did get, I mean, I got the added driver, the upgrade, the this, the that, the, I added everything. Right. <laughs> and so my car rental was about twice what I budgeted it for. And um, it was okay because I wasn't, it wasn't like a, I had to, I got to ensure the people I loved were safe. Yeah. Yeah. And it was different. And, you know, when we ate out, we enjoyed ourselves, but we, um, you know, we weren't out like, oh, let's get a cookie. Let's get a brownie. Let's get a smoothie. Let's get a, you know, whatever. We were just very intentful. Like, no, we're going to go have a very nice dinner and we're going to spend nice money on it and enjoy our company and our time. And so it was, it's just different how it showed up this time. It wasn't spending, spending, spending. It was choice. Mm -hmm. And so then what I did is I realized okay, I'm going to spend a little bit more money. So what that does is like this month for September, I was going to pay off, uh, um, pay towards a capital loan. I was going to upgrade a cruise that I'm going on and I was going to put aside Christmas money. And I, so when I was spending stuff last week and I was spending a little more than I budgeted for, I realized, okay, that's going to put a few things out a little further. And so I decided the capital loan, it's fine the way it is, but that's where that extra money pulled from. So my payment on the capital loan will go down because I paid for those extra things. So it still pulls from somewhere. It's just, you have to decide what, you know, like, you know, like, or if I had to, if, if the bike was on my list for this month, because I've set the date that I'm going to get that in April. Well, maybe it's May, right? Mm -hmm. Because I've made a choice. And so it's not that I'm, um, I'm out just spending, 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 and everything gets pushed aside or never on the list, which is what's happened in the past because I repurposed it. It was no choice. Like I get to do this in May versus April. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it, it just felt, um, it felt really solid. The decision felt solid. Right. Yeah. Um, and so what it was, it was always interesting to me because people think, you know, we limit our choices when we start paying attention and we don't because what's always was happening in the past is you were pushing off really big stuff that you did want. Right. Right. You weren't consciously choosing to do that, but that's what was happening. There was never enough money. And you said it comes from somewhere. And a lot of times it was coming from the next month and the next month and the next month with just no aware awareness of that. Right. And now yeah. it comes from a certain place and you choose that. And that's how you have it all with money is that you make those choices that say, yeah, I'm going to push that off a month because I'm choosing this now and that's okay versus just spending. And, 
and justifying. Cause that's, I saw that in you. I see that in a lot of people, right? We'll justify like, well, I wanted this. So I did it. Like instead of like, it's justification. Like I wanted this and I needed this and la 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 la, all the reasons we can justify versus no, I decided like, this is more and I w- I want it now. And I'm going to take a little bit less from this or I'm going to put the bike off for a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one of the things we've talked about you and I before is um, the company I'm with does a lot of promotions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's been two or three promotions that I just didn't participate in. I know. Are you so proud of me? I'm be- so proud of you. <laughs> before I would not only do the promotion, I'd buy doubles and I'd be like, you know, having massive inventory. And um, I have plenty of inventory. And so I didn't, I didn't need to buy those specials. Um, in fact, um, I, I went to this new mindset that was like, you know what, let's let someone else try it and we'll use their testimony. That way, if, you know, if it's that good, then we'll be able to order it later and use their story versus me having my own story. Like I don't need my own story with it. I can use their story. Right. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause you don't have to do it all. No, you don't have to do it all. And I've actually taught my team, you should have a budget, how much money you're spending. And once you've reached that, like if your auto ship has already gone and it reached that number and then they announce a special, you get to choose if you do it or not, because in our industry and in network marketing, we teach people like if there's a special you buy, like that's what we do teach people. Yep. And the fact of it is, is no, you have a number and you spend up to that amount and then you're done. Or you make a choice and knowing that you're putting something off or you're pulling from what you already have. Yes. Like that's it. Ugh. And so it's so powerful. And I, I actually had someone make a, um, one of my brand new ambassadors, uh, emailed me yesterday. I didn't even tell you this. She made an investment list of her bills. She didn't awesome. even know what they were. Right. Yeah. Cause she listened to something I said on a Facebook live. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's helping me. It's helping other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I love that. And, and saying no to my daughter has been so helpful. Like, so she gets everything she wants. There's no question. Right. <laughs> she's, you know, our youngest child and she's very spoiled and, but yet a good child. And, um, I've, there's been a couple of things that came up and I said, no. And she threw a little hiss fit. And I was like, you know what? You never hear no. I said, this is going to be a new thing. It's not in the budget. And I said, so the answer is no. Um, unless you'd like this or this to happen and we don't get this. And she's like, like the cruise stuff. And she's like, Oh no, we're doing the cruise stuff. You know? So it helped her prioritize in her brain too, like importance of things. Which is important because these are the choices. If you don't teach her now, Mm -hmm. she will struggle with when she has her own money because it will be yes, yes, yes. Because she's never had to say no or never had to think about it. Yep. Absolutely. So she's, she's watching more than we know. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about I being an idea girl and what's oh, man. what your new idea is. So my new idea, um, the other day I was thinking um, just kind of randomly um, about some trade shows. And so I went online and I Googled trade shows and there was a Rocky Mountain Chocolate Festival. Pause. Like this was inspired action, right? Like yeah. I just want to highlight that for our listeners. Inspired action is like random thoughts. It's not like I was thinking really hard. How do I promote my business? Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, huh. I like trade shows. Let me Google that right now. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, very much inspired action for sure. Um, where I was like, I love cooking. Let's, you know, and so this there was a chocolate factory, chocolate mm-hmm. festival. And I was like, ooh, I like chocolate, you know? <laughs> Like, because I do love chocolate, yeah. but 
what I, what I do is I teach people keto and, uh, people literally, I, I asked just one or two people like, and it wasn't cause I needed their, cause I'd already decided to do it. I'd asked like my mom and a, a girlfriend and I was like, Hey, I think I'm going to um, get a keto candy booth. And they were like, excuse me, we're in, where is it? And like, like, I was like, wow. And so, um, I, I right then paid for the booth and I, I decided that I'm going to test it out. Like I'm going to make keto candy for people. And I still today have no idea how much candy to make or what quantities. But what I did then is I, I called the girl and I said, listen, I, I haven't, you know, I, I want to make keto candy for people because people really don't need sugar. And she was like, uh, me, my daughter, my sister, my brother, my aunt, my, we, we're coming to your booth, <laughs> the organizer of the show. She's like, I want you in all shows for 90 days. And I was like, whoa, 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 stop. Cause you could get excited, right? Like everybody now wants this. <laughs> right. And so, um, what I did is I made a couple really good choices. I went to secretary of state and I said, um, if I add a DBA to my LLC, how much does that cost? $10. So I added a keto candy cart to my LLC and I signed up for this booth. That's going to be the branding of it. Um, and I, um, paid for the booth and I, I, instead of going crazy, like I normally would have in the past, I, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't hire a designer. I didn't build a website. I didn't make business cards. I, you know, what I did is Switch I made every single domain <laughs> and what, yeah, like all everything. Right. Yeah. So what I did is I made, yeah, yeah. I went on, I went on a design software I own. Right. So it didn't cost yeah. any money. I made a quick little design. Um, I sent it to the print shop and said, how much would postcards be? And they gave me a number. It wasn't very much. And I said, great, let's do it. I emailed my graphic designer. I said, how much would one banner be? Not five banners, not an overhead sign, not a car magnet, like one banner. How much is it? <laughs> and so she told me, and then I went on to a couple websites and I said, okay, how do I make keto candy look pretty? So I ordered a couple things, um, not a, not a ton candy boxes. Um, I'm going to make my own stickers, like just really simple stuff. And cause I don't know if I'm going to like this. Right. right. And right. I committed to one show and Oh, hold on. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally pulled those out of my ear. I was so excited. Um, <laughs> so I decided to do one show. And we'll see how the one show goes. And if the one show goes good, I will sign up for the second and maybe the third show. And then I am going to take a pause at 90 days um, and decide if this is part of how I um, talk to people about living a keto lifestyle. And I think it's going to be great because as people love keto, um, they, don't, they sometimes need candy solutions and sometimes they need um, a way to live the lifestyle better. And so... I think it's going to be a perfect way to meet people, be in the kitchen, do booths. I mean, it's everything I love wrapped up in one. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm excited about it. Like you and I've talked about cooking for people, being yep. in their home, you know, doing stuff with aprons, like this ties it all together. And it was literally one thought, like one yeah. thought. And it took me to a whole new thing that I'm, I, I really think this might, um, I have a good feeling about it. I talk to corporate about it. They love it. They're like, this is duplicatable for other people. I'm like, maybe let me test it. Mm -hmm. Right. I was like, let's not make it a thing until we know it works. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it because you, um, so this is how like inspired things get created. They start, they are one thought and one thought just 
keeps going and going and going. And it's really important. And I want to distinguish just for people listening, like it probably felt different, right? Mm -hmm. Like lining everything up probably felt a lot different than going and buying a new domain and setting up a new website and doing all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the other way it was like, I was hopeful that it would work. And this time I know it's going to work. Like there's such a difference. Like I know that people are going to storm our keto candy booth. Like I know they are. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Well, and think about it. It's a whole entire chocolate show and we're the only keto booth. Right. Like people, it's going to be different and people are going to be like, whoa, what's this? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, And it's just, it's so, um, the energy is calm while it's exciting. It's still calm. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like, oh my God, this could be so big and blow up. It's like, this is what I'm going to do now, right? Which is people always, it, 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 go ahead. It just felt so good. Like I didn't even need to check with you. Right. <laughs> because it just felt so right that I was like, you know, I haven't changed my entire life. I made one decision about one booth and I've got a few things that, you know, like extra supplies for the kitchen and stuff. Uh-huh. If those go away, I'm going to donate those to a restaurant. So it wasn't like I've changed my whole business. I just like, it was truly inspired. Yeah. It's just so different than anything I've ever had come to me. And I'm like, this, uh, this is what's next. Yes. That's it. This is what's next. This fits, right? It's not a, oh my God, I have another idea that's way different, but kind of like everything. It's like, this is what fits. And, um, uh, pointing this out for listeners too, there was space for this, like the crazy, um, was it the crazy woman with her hair on fire putting out all these things could never pull this off because this takes like, okay, I'm going to prep candy for people. I'm going to think about this. I have to have time ahead of time to like prep the candy so that it's, so that I'm not like a crazy woman literally with my hair on fire and chocolate all over my face, but it feels good. Right. Yep. Because if it, if you went into that booth um, that old woman, like even if this idea had come and it wouldn't have, cause it wouldn't have taken off even if you did it because you would have been so crazy and so exhausted from making all this candy that you would never do it again. Right. Right. And you would have, that would have been the energy when people came to the booth, but now it's so, it feels so good. There's this calm woman. It's like, yes, I love making candy for you. And this was fun and this feels good. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And guess what else? This is the best part. At this booth, I get paid 50 cents for every person that tastes it. That's amazing. (laughs) And we can sell too. And so I am, it feels just so like, I would love as a child to grow up and make candy for people. Like that would be amazing. And so it feels just like, Ooh, this is so fun. And it feeds my business. (laughs) Yes. In a super fun way, right? Yeah. Yay. So, so I, I'm your new chocolatier. I love it. I love it. So fun. Um, well, tell people how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, if I could spell, it's Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Boris, B as in victory, O-R-I-S.com. It's michellevoris.com. And what you'll find there is just my social media and how to contact me directly because um, when you buy stuff from me, you buy me. And so I want you to go directly to my name and you and I can connect and be friends and eat chocolate together. 
<laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Cool. Do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up today? Oh my gosh. Um, trust the process and um, be coachable and come see me at my chocolate booth. Yay. (laughs) So fun. I love it. Well, thank you for Michelle for sharing this moment in your journey with us. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back next time to see how well this keto candy booth did. Thank you for joining us on the law of attraction manifesting success stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.